Hello and welcome, or welcome back to the podcast. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, so mm-hmm. we are we going to talk about the format? Yes. So Miss Jessica Shannon had a beautiful idea. Okay, first of all, the the intention with this podcast was always to have different seasons. So mm-hmm. let's say, I don't know, we never really discussed how many, but for example, 15 episodes per season or whatever, which means we're coming to the end of season one. Um, and then we would have taken like a week break or whatever and come back for season two. So in our time now where we're going to come back for season two, um, we're going to rebrand a little. Not really no. rebrand, but repackage. Repackage. So basically I was thinking like, just about platforms and which platforms are more beneficial right now. Um, and obviously that's going to depend on what kind of content you're going to put out there. Because if your content is going to be, you know, extremely controversial, TikTok is very big on censorship. So if you're not into mm-hmm. that, you got to, you know, do it somewhere else. You can do it on like a Patreon where people have to pay or whatever, you know. you got to think about the type of content you're putting out there. But especially recently, we've been enjoying like doing multiple topics or like, short bits of information and then moving through different topics um on the podcast and so i was like what platform is very beneficial for that and obviously that is tiktok right now Mm. um and the thing is we have a tiktok but we're barely using it yeah and i also just i think like we're all consuming you know tiktok content all the time oh Dude. It's the most like bite-sized pieces of you know information. Yeah. Just and... yesterday I saw sorry. Mm-hmm. Just yesterday I saw a TikTok of a guy that was like, Are we all like falling off the YouTube bandwagon? Because yeah. I literally just spent 10 minutes trying to find something to watch and then I yeah. just closed the app and ended up on TikTok. And some guy stitched it and he was like, Yeah, YouTube is dying. First of all, they're unskippable ads, like it's it's very hectic. Too much. And that it's two at a time. Dude, it's too much. And then so people are like, yo, um, YouTube is just getting very comfortable and they were like the golden child for so long. So now they Yo, wanna... they were the only people that offered you a place to post any long form content. Yeah. So now they're just sticking with that and it is what it is. And people were like, the mm-hmm. YouTube is like the new like what DSTV used to be. Yeah. Literally. And so I don't know, this long form content is just not maybe not like not the vibe just not entirely the right vibe Mm. so we're gonna especially for future projects yeah we're gonna try something new maybe it works maybe it doesn't maybe you'll see us maybe you won't (laughs) (laughs) Um, but you can definitely find us on tiktok we'll leave all our stuff linked below like always just know the podcast might be moving to tiktok as a podcast still and you'll see what that means as we go. Yeah, we'll see what it means as we go. We're figuring it out um, as we go. <laughs> That's like our, our theme for this whole podcast. We're figuring it out as we go. Yeah. <laughs> and so you will probably find us there. Um, but we should still be uploading to Spotify, even if we're not uploading to YouTube. Um, just because we do have a platform there. And I know for a fact that people do listen there. And podcasts are definitely still a thing on yeah. Spotify. Yeah, of course. Cool. So that's exciting. Very. Oh, and also we have a new background. Yeah, welcome. Um, we mentioned this a few episodes back, but then we just we never did it because we had still needed to finish some of the paintings. So and then we had COVID and COVID and COVID. So 
Our plant is dying. Don't mind her. <laughs> She's <laughs> currently almost deceased. She is. What are two dates? Struggling. Um, my plant's doing well. She's just no longer a host of this podcast. Um, she's decided to take permanent residence elsewhere. <laughs> yes. She's tired of moving. She can't handle it anymore, mm-hmm. guys. That's we, we can't handle it anymore. <laughs> okay. So, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Number one. Stormy, baby. Stormy. We need answers, guys. Kylie, Miss Jenner. <laughs> Miss Jenner, please. Don't sue us for this. But what's happening? No, what is going on? Because, first of all, now she's reposting stuff that we already saw in the To Our Son video. Mm. And making it as if it's new stuff. It's not new stuff. We've we already seen the ultrasounds. We've seen the feet. Well, there's new feet now. A new feet foot pick or whatever. Like, where's the rest of... It's a child. Where's the Where's the child? Where's the child? What's the child's name? Can we at least Who get a is, name? Yo, who's the child? I don't want to, like... I'm all for, like, hiding your baby from online stuff, like, whatever, because mm. people can be really... Ruthless. R- yeah, ruthless and just disgusting, especially with kids. We saw that with Blue Ivy Carter. Oh, my gosh. So, I'm, I don't want to be like, show us your baby, mm. but can we at least get a name? Give so, us some insight. So, we know, and we don't keep being like, Wolfie baby. Wolfie baby, but it's not Wolfie. It's not Wolfie, so what is it? And also, I know she released a statement saying... Like, they haven't officially changed the name. They don't want to tell us the name. And then they change it again, which obviously makes sense. But this was two months ago. Like, by now, they should have changed the name. You can't tell me that for two months they've been calling the baby, baby. Like... No name. (laughs) (laughs) Baby, no name. This is my son. Yeah, what's his name? Yeah, who is he? And, like, if that's the decision you make, like, your baby's name isn't the right one. Like, I get it. Like, I don't, like, you don't know it. It's a brand new person that just came out of the womb. It's fine to go, this name doesn't suit you. But, like, give us something else to work with. Two months, guys. Just something, an indication. But now my thing is, like, what if she named it, like, Valentine? Like, that guy was predicting and she sued him for that. So now she can't say, like... Oh my god. By the way, guys, we decided to name it Valentine. Yeah, now there's a whole legal battle because, you know, it could, like, what else could it be? Why would you be taking so long? But, like, what, what, what is another, like, possibility? E name. Because it's all Normy, Stormy, yeah. Rosie. Do you think it's a name that ends in, in E? All her dogs and her other child is E. But the baby's name was Wolf or Wolfie. Wolf, but she called them Wolfie. That was, like, the point. Yeah. I don't know. And they very much like having, like, that a theme with their kids. But also, I'm like, what if the baby... What if... Like, what if Travis is just, like, this baby must have my name? Oh, no. You know? This is one thing, guys. Please don't name your children after... Your dad, your <gasps> mom, your husband's name. I just remembered this guy that I met That's in university. Oh, I think I've told you about him before. Yeah. I think he has the most interesting story, but I think it's, like, really strange. But it's, like, interesting but, like, weird. And I didn't believe him. And if you're watching this, I'm sorry that I'm speaking about you. But he, his name is DeFaifta. Oh, yeah, you told me. And I didn't believe him, but that's his name. Or, no, his name is DeSaifta. And his... Father's name is the Fifth. 
and his grandfather was the feeder and they are like literally like like that's their name that's so fucked but now what if I have a kid and I don't want to give him this, the siyawanta <laughs> <laughs> no, but like it's gonna get, it's gonna become a problem at some point. But like, I know he was fully intending to continue the tradition. Oh I'm like, but I don't know. They did it in kind of a cool way. But like, you know, other people are called like Ioannis de Feifte. Mm. He's just Dissesta, Dissesta Finnish, and that like that's fully his. I really didn't believe him until I saw his ID, and like that's fully his that's entire crazy. name. No, dude, I I really don't like like naming your child after someone, especially like. Let's say you have a baby and the baby's name is now Marius. No, yo, I wouldn't do that. Why? Like, I give don't the baby get, like, its own personality, its own idea. Do whatever you want with your child. I don't care, but no, don't do that. <laughs> On that note, do you? Because I think I believe it. That like the name you give your child influences who they become like yes of course like all Christophs are the same type of people yes dude but it like when you meet someone and you don't know their name then you find it out you're like yeah that makes sense or that does not make sense. or that does not make sense but yesterday I was talking to a co-worker named Naomi but we all call her Naomi and she's like my name's actually Naomi and we're like but that doesn't suit you like mm. you look at her and you're like Naomi yeah but people do take on like the the essences of their names I think and there's like it's like so strange because sometimes like people's name will be like Danal but it'll be like Daniel Daniel's are sorry to offend you but you're not sorry. my type of sorry person all the Daniels are. You're, you're not <laughs> my type of person baby you're not and then Danal I'm like yeah okay <laughs> yeah dude but it does happen you know when oh dude like looking at celebrity second names you're like, I mean, this is it. Like, But, like, Kylie Kirsten Jenner. But it makes Kirsten. sense. Because it's, it's Kristen, not Kirsten. There's a difference. Are you sure? Yeah. Kirsten's off. Is it Kirsten? It's Chris. Kristen. I think it's Kristen. Can I look? Yes, you can look. But, like, Kendall Nicole Jenner makes so much sense. Nicole makes sense for her. But the thing is also, like... And she's a fucking Scorpio. There's a big difference between Nicole... And Nicole. <laughs> Nicole. <laughs> There's a big difference. Wide variety. No, yes, I agree. Any, I feel like any reiteration of the name Nicole. Like, oh, it's Kristen. Yeah, Kristen. 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 Kristen makes sense. If it was Kristen, then it's I fun. thought it was Kirsten. That's why I was like, what the fuck is this? No, Kristen's nice. And but what if Chloe's middle name for her to be K-A-K? Because... <laughs> She put that on all of her suitcases a few years back. And I remember opening my Instagram and being like, girly, do you know? I know you don't speak Afrikaner. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I know you don't African, but baby. But baby, mm-hmm. you can more speak. <laughs> Even in English, it doesn't sound nice. <laughs> what is her second name? I'm looking now. Antonia. Doesn't make sense. Chloe Alexandria. Oh, yeah. Alexandria. Alexandria. There's also a big difference between people who like being called Alexandria and people who like being called, or like Drea, and then the ones who like being called Alex. Mm-hmm. Big difference. Big difference. And also difference between Alexandria and Alexandra. Oh, true. Yeah. True, 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 true. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Alexandria's are more like, I don't know, they give Chloe vibes. Like, yeah. meticulous and like they like things to be a certain way. And I feel like they always have the same type of hair, like Chloe hair, like that <laughs> blonde way. I've only ever made blonde Alexandria's. Yeah, me too. And Alexandra's are like so free. I'm like, oh my god, life is beautiful. Alexandra's are like, they're almost like game characters. Like they're almost yeah. like an avatar. Yeah, an avatar. <laughs> the one time, guys, Ariana's a very polite person in times where sometimes she she needs to just be rude. She'll try <laughs> to be polite, right? But this one time, this lady phones her. <laughs> sitting in my house and I was shook this lady goes hi uh who am I speaking to and Ariana goes you phoned me <laughs> this poor lady like, she's like but yes. I was having a bad day guys she's like yes I'm from the wedding dress destination I see you put your details in here I just don't know how to pronounce your name she's like oh it's Ariana <laughs> dude like out of all the times I could have been rude I chose that one time you found me you so then he's like called me bitch yes I don't know what the fuck your name is my love and <laughs> don't phone me <laughs> No, but honestly, can we quickly... I know we're talking about other things. Yes. N- next section. Can we just quickly speak about, like, how whack wedding dress fittings are? Okay. Let's get into <laughs> it. <laughs> Yo, because we had an experience. An experience. Okay. Firstly, we went to... The first place we went to. Lovely. Beautiful. It was giving... Say yes to the dress vibes. Like, mm. the lady would bring me a dress and then she would walk behind but there was like a screen so we, we didn't really know she was there but she was listening to everything we said mm. and she knew exactly like okay she doesn't like this she does then the next dress she brings i didn't even tell her mm. and she brought things so basically liked. what they did is like there's like a, it's so cute how they set this up there's like these cute little sections that are really pretty that you can take like really nice pictures of yourself there's mirrors on all sides there's a cute little like dressing nook your family can sit on these chairs they bring you champagne or coffee or whatever and then you're fitting on the dress. Then you come out with the dress and you're standing on the little platform and you can like look at it and talk about it with your family. So obviously we're making comments, maybe not this color, maybe not quite this shape, mm-hmm. whatever. And she's left the room, but she can still hear you even though you don't know it, which is a bit creepy, but like it helps because then she's like, cause I feel like a lot of time you don't want to be like honest with sales consultants mm-hmm. and just like, okay, this dress is ugly and I don't like it. Yeah. You know? And they're not just standing there awkwardly staring at you. Yeah. Like it was just such a nice vibe the way so they So then she just it. brings you the next dress that she thinks she'll like more. And like the thing that I really liked about that place is like, if you said, I don't like sequins, they're not like, okay, but just try one yeah. with sequins. They're yeah. like, okay, you don't like sequins. Finish. And if they bring you a dress with sequins, they're like, this is not for the sequins, it's just for the shape. Just look mm. at the shape and then we can look at other dresses with the same shape, yeah, you know? that was the best. Yeah. The second place we went to, however... <laughs> Extremely ghetto. ...was just... Guys, okay, please let me know if you've experienced anything similar. Or if you have a bridal shop, you work there, don't do this. Please. <laughs> so I go, I tell the lady, listen, I know exactly what I want. I just want to see if you guys have it. I'm, I already know the shape, whatever. I'm not here to, to fit things on. Okay. And the material uh, was like important. Let's just have an open mind. I'm like, okay, God. Okay. <laughs> now <laughs> I go to the dressing room, whatever, change. What did she say to you? 
the magic of the bride she is coming she goes before she opens she's like and now you're not gonna recognize her and she opens <sighs> and here comes ariana wearing a dress with the most lace i've ever seen in my life and she does not like lace after the one thing we say to this lady. The opposite of what I wanted. That's what she puts me in. And I'm like, okay. And I'm supposed to go, oh, lovely. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm like, this is not it. Like, no. Yeah. And this then the, right dress. the next dress, she puts me into a fucking matric, prom, <gasps> matric dance dress. And it was pink. It was pink. Fully pink. She literally, she's, okay, Ariana said, I would like a white satin dress. Like, at the previous place, this beautiful place where we were fitting things like, any lace dress they put her in, we would lift it up and dig underneath the dress to find like the underskirt and put that over and be like, oh, this is beautiful, base material. <laughs> so we know at this point she wants satin, okay? She wants very plain, like just white satin. This lady puts her in a poofy pink dress with tulle and like these strappies. And I was like, I want something with sleeves, whatever these. Like boob tube. <laughs> boob tube. <laughs> Titties are out. <laughs> She's like, I'm trying to have a modest wedding. Like, what is this? Dude, and then every time I come out, the lady's like, the magic of the dreams. And then she would just stand there and like look at me, like expecting me to go, mm, very nice. So then at some point she realized, okay, this isn't working. We don't, we're not vibing with her dresses because yeah. she keeps putting her pink and lace and sequins. So she asks her, so have you found a dress that you like? Or Ariana's like, yeah, I found the perfect dress, which is what I told you at the beginning. <laughs> this lady's like, okay, do you have a picture? Show me. So Ariana's showing her. She's like, I want the satin dress. She says, we have exactly the same dress. Hang on. Comes out with like a sheen version or like a flippin' like the worst remake of a dress you've ever thought of in your life puts this on ariana and goes isn't it beautiful she clips it with garden clips and everything like not even the proper like just random isn't it and she and clips it and even yeah it's skewed Dude. and it's massive isn't it beautiful at this point we were like yes okay we like, this is very lovely um but we'll call you next week don't call us we'll and call then you. this is the best part the real kicker now we're done with this place we're like Yo, okay cool finished. thank you bye we'll phone you let you know <gasps> now i go change whatever the lady leaves she comes back she's gonna open the curtain again she's like to jess now the magic of the dress is over she's back to her normal self <laughs> her normal plain self and i'm standing there like i hate this she was literally in her jeans like let's fucking go <laughs> let's leave. Leave. i'm not trying to be here yo dude no dress fittings no 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 please don't be that girl like i understand like if there's 50 family members maybe the first time like here's the magic which not every time first no. of all put the bride in what she asks for or the bride to be in what she asks for and like don't be annoying if they tell you they don't like the dress they don't like the dress like you don't have to be there like don't have to tell me it's pretty especially if i go to a place and i tell you this is not my first time that i'm fitting on dresses mm. i'm not here to figure out what i want i know what i want i want to mm. see what range you guys have mm. it was just insane dude <laughs> No, it was very weird. Cringy. Okay. Next up. Next topic. Uh, on the topic of Kardashian genus, hmm. what's happening with Marilyn's hair being gifted to Kim? Because okay. I'm 
extremely confused. It's, first of all, gross. And it's disrespectful. <clears throat> it's giving colonialism. It's giving colonialism. It's giving just, ob- what's the word? Objectification. Yeah, but like, it's giving like, like worse than that. Like, it's just like slavery. Like, like hectic. <laughs> like, it's like that. It's like, I don't care about your body and you don't have the autonomy and I'm going to do what I want because at the end of the day, I want to look at you and look at a part of your body. It's my choice to do that. Yeah. Like, that's literally the vibe it's yeah. giving me. And it's like, it's the whole idea. disgusting. It's the whole idea of like celebrities put themselves out there. So I am entitled to every mm. aspect of your life and like whatever. It's just really gross. And she's like, she's like fetishized to the point where she's not even like seen as a human anymore like she's a real person that lived and like i understand she was very glamorized and like all the stuff but like she was still a human and she died and it was tragic and like there's already so much mystery around her death and now to get to the point where like she's dead okay now we're putting on her dresses to people who should not be wearing it and now on top of that we have her hair and we're handing it out as if it's like trinkets but how did ripley get a hold of the of the hair anyway so this is what they're saying right Mm. okay so what they're saying is basically that they at first they said that the hair was given to ripley's by a hairdresser that did marilyn's hair and cut her hair before she sang to the president Mm. but then it was it was no it was debunked that the person who they said did her hair didn't even do her hair for that event So the other person did have a lock of her hair. But so then they said at first that the hair was fake. But apparently Ripley said that no, it was, they didn't receive the hair from a hairdresser. They received it from some person that was in Marilyn's life that she gifted a lock of her hair to, which is weird. But I guess like, if that's what you do, that's what you do. And then they acquired it. But that's also not their only sample of her hair. They have six samples of her hair that are authenticated. Which is so weird to me. They're so fucking weird. But this is the thing. They're not <clears throat> like a proper registered museum. Yeah. So they don't have to abide by the code of ethics that mu- real museums have to abide by. That's why they got a hold of the dress. And they have all this hair and whatever. Because in a normal museum that wouldn't... Like, Kim wouldn't even be able to look at the fucking dress. Like, it would have been so protected. But museums are also, like, <clears throat> such a weird topic because... Like, you, you're like, where do they acquire things? They stole them. They take they take artifacts from other countries, steal them and put them in yeah. glass cases and then say like, oh no, you can't have the fuck. It costs 12 million bucks. Also true. Like, they're just steal. Dude, I was um, reading up and stuff about... Reading my comments. I was reading up about Dadaism last night. Oh, Dadaism is interesting. And it was so funny because literally like Dadaism is this movement that came up to like um, oppose like capitalism and all these things. And now like the Dada art is being sold for millions. Like guys, (laughs) make it make sense. But Dadaism is also so interesting because like it's literally supposed to mean nothing. It's made to mean nothing and humans can't accept it. Like we're like... Yeah, but okay, it's so deep because that means this. No, it literally doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. That's the entire point, that it doesn't mean that or anything else. Exactly. Yeah, but it's true. Museums are... Like, I... It's it's a tricky thing because on the one hand, there's the whole concept of, like, conservation and conserving, like, all this art and, like, art history and, like, all these things. Mm. But they do do be stealing. It's the same concept to me as, like, zoos, right? Because... I can see the need for zoos. Like, I can see the... We live in cities. We don't naturally come across animals anymore. We 
it's very like different to look at a picture of a rhino and see it in real life like those are very different concepts so i can understand the concept of a zoo but then when i look at zoos i'm like something just isn't right like it just doesn't feel quite right it's not right dude but the thing is like especially in south africa like we're i guess lucky enough to have like national parks and things Mm. like that and zoos also Mm. And my thing is, like, if we have, like, the Kruger National Park and things like that, where the animals are in their natural habitat and Yo, living I don't beautiful think, lives. I don't right? think we should have, like, a lion, you know, because they can exist naturally here. But I, I'm when I think about, like, whatever, like a penguin, like, if, mm-hmm. a, if a kid is going to grow up in housing their whole life, they're never going to get the chance to just see a penguin, you know, in the wild or whatever. Well, aren't know? there penguins in Cape Town? Yeah, well, not everyone goes to Cape Town. True. Like, a lot of people don't go to Oh, you said Gauteng. Yeah, I'm like, so, like, it's it's an interesting concept. But beyond that, like, other animals, like, exotic animals, that bird species and stuff that we would never find here, you know? It's interesting to see those things, and I think there is a, a place for it, because it's in conservation as well. Like, it's... Zoos are part of conservation, and a lot of time they help animal species by Mm. reproducing and stuff and like having animals that can provide like samples if needed you know whatever and they can study those animals and to help the animals in the wild like it makes sense but then in reality when i'm like at a zoo the thing is they have to do it right and sometimes they just they don't it's so difficult to do it right because Mm. like like, ethically, how do you have a polar bear in South Africa? You That's can't. the other thing I was going to say. Like, there has to also be a line because you can't, you can't yeah. have a polar bear in South Africa, guys. So I think it's important to, like, have animals that you can see. But, like, yeah, I think there are lines. Like, you can't... Mm. I just think it's unethical to have, like, not only, like, a polar bear. I think it's unethical to have certain dog species in South Africa. Yeah. Because it's too hot. Like, they can't live in these conditions. Yeah, dude, that's the thing. It's just tricky. And museums also, it's just tricky. Like, yeah. yes, we want to see the arts and we want to see the history and whatever. But, like, at some point it gets weird. And also, like, yes, this piece was stolen and now it's here. But now it's being conserved and, like, like yeah. <laughs> we can see it and it's beautiful. And It's also, like, that, that debate, right? Because there's a lot of art from Africa that is stolen and put in museums. Yeah. And we can say, like, oh like they shouldn't have done this and whatever and we're completely right for saying that but at the same time like do i trust south africa to preserve those things no like we literally sabc lost the first official recorded movies and stuff that we had that were on those big rolls of tape because they put them in the sun by accident and the footage is lost. And like, not, but not just that. Like, do we even have the funds to properly conserve? That's what I'm saying. We didn't have the funds and we didn't have the knowledge. And now those things are gone forever. And they could have been somewhere in a museum where they were preserved. Where we could still go back and see that footage. Because it was footage of South Africans. Mm-hmm. Stuff that we could go back and like look at as like art forms that were created here. That's now gone forever. So like, it's, it's tricky. It's tricky, yeah. But one thing we can agree on is that Ripley's should not have all this Maryland stuff. And if they have it, don't hand it out. And don't hand it out and put it on Kim Kardashian. Don't, like, if, okay, wear the dress. I don't approve it. I don't necessarily agree with it, but wear the dress. The dress can come back, can be hung up again. Handing out someone's hair, that's what? like giving someone a kidney. Like, that's a bit weird. It's gross. It's not an accessory. It's like part of you. It's part of the human. 
<laughs> like it's just gross. Guys. Her hair should absolutely like be buried with her in the ground. I don't understand why we have it. Disrespectful. Buried. Okay. Anyways. Um I wanted to ask you, what is your opinion on Jack Harlow? Who's Jack Harlow? Hang <laughs> <laughs> on. What? Ooh, show me his face. The guy that Emma interviewed and he was like, love you, love you. You're. I have no opinion on him. <laughs> I don't care about his existence. Why? Why? Have you not seen like the obsession? No. Dude, he is I know I know everyone's in love with him, but I don't really care. But that's what I'm asking you about. You just don't have an opinion on him. No. You just I've never care. consumed any of his content or people talking about him. Okay. We're, we're on different sides of the internet. <laughs> he only became relevant to me when he was like, love ya, see you inside. My bitch, he's been fucking relevant. And Emma was like, what the fuck? Okay, well, okay, girly. <laughs> what do you want to say about him? I wanted to show you something, but I can't find now. No, it's fine. Like, if you don't care, you don't care. What must I do about I it? I guess he's, like, cute or whatever, but, like, is what? He? <laughs> is That's he? literally my whole point. Like, I'm, like, I'm very conflicted about is he actually cute or is he just cute because people are saying that he's cute? Like, no, I genuinely, well, being someone that doesn't know his personality, I do think he's cute. He's not, like, drop-dead beautiful, but... <laughs> drop-dead beautiful. I mean, he's better than Pete Davidson. <laughs> like, I don't know about that. <laughs> but you already excited. you already know I'm on the I hate Pete Davidson bandwagon. Yeah, I no. can't stand him. I'm sorry. I don't hate Pete Davidson. I don't understand. I I hate the fact that they keep putting him in fucking sunglasses <laughs> and I can't stop <laughs> noticing it. But I don't Shame. hate Pete. They, they won't let him be himself. No, he has Lyme's disease. He has circles <laughs> under his eyes. They're like, mm-mm. <laughs> it's not going mm-mm. with the brand. It's not the brand. You must put Kim's highlights under your eyes. What is that brightening powder that she has? Yeah, the banana powder. Okay, anyway, I can't find it. Whatever, cool. No opinion on Jack Hollow. Moving on. We're not relevant. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just wanted to talk about, but we kind of spoke about how YouTube is dying. Now there's nothing to watch. And there is nothing to watch. The people who are still creating, Jason Gabriel. Oh, yeah. But extremely limited. Like, their content is also becoming, like, so strange. No, because... I haven't watched their shit in long because it's just boring. Well, she's pregnant now. The only content that I have been consuming is, like, commentary. Like, commentary channels. I don't know oh, if you watch Smoky Glow. Mm-mm. And the one therapist lady, her name's Minnie something. No. That's all I watch. And... Like, Emma left YouTube. Emma Chamberlain left YouTube. And everyone's always like, where is she? Where is she coming? She's going to come back. Is she going to come back? Whatever. She's, I don't think she's coming back. That's all I wanted to say. (laughs) Because YouTube is dying, I think. I look at it. I watch my podcast, Mile High Podcast. Um, Love them. Go watch their stuff. Um, I watch, like, a lot of true crime stuff that I consume on YouTube. Then I watched Jason Gabriel, but really, they're becoming weird. Like, no, I, for the last year, it's just been like, okay, guys. It just feels recycled. Like, every two weeks they're moving, then that's it. Like, Well, what? they're moving again now, but my thing is like, I can't stand it if every time you're going to say, okay, guys, we're moving, and you're never going to tell us where you're going. Like, now they're not telling us where they're... They've made two vlogs mm. titled, We're Moving. Mm. 
And neither of those vlogs did they say where they're going. Finish. Yeah, so I don't really care. And then I watch Zoe and Alfie because they're the OG YouTubers. And I think they'll like stick around on YouTube until the platform is like dead and gone. Yeah. But I really think we're at the beginning of the end for YouTube. The platform has just become like hot, like not a good place to make content mm -hmm. for creators. Because it used to be, YouTube used to be like, that's why they got big. They used to be so great for their like creators like they had massive creators funds and the ad revenue all went to the creators and they had like vidcon and mm. all these things that like created like excitement yeah. around youtube and now it's just like it's not like that anymore but the thing is a lot of creators have stopped because youtube updated their i don't know if you saw mm. <clears throat> they updated like their terms and stuff and like even i don't know if you saw this guy that started a new podcast um, and his first guest was Tana Mojo. And <laughs> literally his first guest. And then I think the second was um, Harry from Too Hard to Handle. But what he, he? what he does is basically his whole premise is like, I'm you're being held liable for this crime that you committed and you can't leave this room. I've locked the door until you answer my question. So he was talking to Tana. And then she was just saying like, how like back in her YouTube day, which she still makes mm. videos, but like back in the day she would make so much money and like now barely anything. That's She's what like, I'm saying. Their I'm ad just revenue, on OnlyFans. Their ad revenue was like cut in half. That's what I'm saying. Like a lot of big creators are either now on like streaming platforms like Twitch yeah. or they're on Patreon where they're getting paid a monthly fee or they're on OnlyFans. Mm. And like a lot of those people are not creating like explicit content. They're just engaging with their fans on that platform because it's just easier. Yeah. So it's really sad because I really miss Emma's like videos and stuff, but I miss the era of like good creators and like, you know, I mean, it was, I think it was like a, a harder industry to break into back then, but yeah, like, I hard. think it was like cool because it was like, there's like 20 creators that are like massive creators and they're doing all these cool collaborations with all these cool big brands. And now it's like, not the same. No, not at all. But and I like, think YouTube Zawala, did it to themselves, though. Zawala used to be, like, she's still massive. Like, don't get me wrong. But she used to do massive stuff. Like, mm. I don't know who remembers that she, like, got a house in London that she, like, filled up with, like, all of her products that had, like, a bike yeah. at the beginning. Like, all this stuff. And, like, YouTube helped her do those things. And, like, at VidCon, she had, like, stands or, like, stage. Like, all the stuff. Yeah. And now they just don't have the same magnitude yeah it's like they're over it now but yeah. youtube did it to themselves because the creators were still creating creating and doing amazing things and then youtube as the platform just but you can only suppress your creators so much and not pay them until they're like okay cool i'm just gonna go somewhere else where that's where people are gonna pay me for what i'm doing exactly it's just sad shame it is very sad anyways talking about that and digital things what happened at this game well, two things. I want to speak about two things, but let's speak about Duskim first. <laughs> Apparently, Duskim was hacked in April, and this information leaked yesterday or last week that 3.5 million South Africans' data was hacked. Their names, surnames, cell phone numbers, emails. Everything. So that is insane. And for a month, they were just like, nothing happened. For a month, they just didn't say anything. But that is absolutely insane to me. Mm. 
And we were talking about this. If you guys remember, we spoke about this in a couple of episodes ago. Like how scary this like digital age is. And now how scary is it that like at a pharmacy you hand in your stuff and like it gets hacked. Like this isn't even like a platform. You didn't even give it to like some external like company. You yeah. went to get like medicine. It is scary. And now they stole your daughter. It is scary. And we don't know who it is. 3.5 million people is a lot. That's a lot of people. I'm probably in there. But what I wanted to speak about is this guy, Gavin DeBacco. I watched a podcast with him recently. Something I found... Okay, who he is, he's a leading authority on the prediction and management of violence. And he works with, like, presidents and, like, multiple, like, big people to, like, any threat, basically, to that person or entity or... um, Whatever it may be, like maybe it's an organization, whatever. He manages and like predicts. And he was talking about like cybersecurity and like digital safety. And one of the things he spoke about is like there the program called Pegasus 2. Because Pegasus 1 was a program where like they would government um would send you or like organizations like that would send you whatever, like an email, you click on it, the program is downloaded on your phone, they can steal all your data through that, you know? And you wouldn't know that that program was on your phone because it automatically deletes itself when the phone is inactive, so like at night or whatever. But now there's Pegasus 2, which is a no-click system. Okay. Meaning if a government wants your information, all they effectively need is your cell phone number. They don't have to send you a message. You don't have to open a message. You don't have to click on anything. You don't have to open it. Nothing. They just have access. They have free access. And if it's the government today and Facebook today, tomorrow it's the mafia. <laughs> tomorrow it's your neighbor. Right. That's super scary. Today. Yeah, dude. I really think... <clears throat> I don't know, bro. Like, at this point, our daughter is not safe. Like, at all. Yeah, but, like, your phone is a bit different. Like, me giving you my email address is one thing, but you having access to every communication I've ever received, every photo I've ever taken, all my locations, every GPS input I've ever done, every Google search I've ever done. That's a bit different. That's what I'm saying. But it's, like, it's... It was going to happen at some point. And, yeah, I don't know where we go from here. Like, they have it, they have it. What what are you going to do, literally? There's nothing you can do. Yeah, but we need some kind of, like, laws or something. Not not that a government would ever, like... Why would a government ever give themselves less power? They won't. They're not going to put a law in place to give themselves less... No. Access. Access, yeah. They won't. I don't know, dude, but it's scary. Very scary. But it is what it is. This video is sponsored by NordVPN, <laughs> where you can safely <laughs> surf the web. I don't even think that, like... I don't, I don't think, think you can have a VPN, but like the if it's on your phone, it's on your phone. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know, bro. But then, what do they use it for? Like marketing? What? Well, if it's the government, it depends. Like, because if Saudi can access our president's phone, yeah. just cause, or like our president. Okay, who gives a fuck about South Africa? If Saudi can can access joe biden's phone what's happening yeah like what's happening that's actually a security threat for like the world gonna cause big problems tomorrow putin's on fucking zelensky's phone like it's it's i saw you talking shit to me (laughs) about me to your mother i saw that shit so i'm bombing the capital finish you see like i feel like that's very dangerous we're playing dangerous games no it is dangerous but 
it's the world now where i yeah we're gonna go into like some kind of digital revolution at some point so the next thing i wanted to talk about was on this point um i watched elon musk's documentary recently on netflix what is it about spacex Okay. And um, it's very interesting, extremely interesting. Um, and I think it's worth the watch. I found it very cool. I was not breathing at points. SpaceX. <laughs> SpaceX. Always makes me think of like when they released a new iPhone and they're like, you can get it in space gray. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I think. Okay. Yes. No, but actually it's like cool. The company started, Elon was like, guys, I have money for three flights. Mm. We, we're going to build rockets. We're sending them or we're not sending them. Three flights, if they fail, they fail. We're not doing it again. Let's go. Yeah. They built the first, it failed. Mm. Built the second, it failed. Mm. Built the third, failed. Mm. Finish. Mm. So the engineers are like, okay, Done. this is it. Like, Elon calls them into a room. They're like, okay, we're finished. This is done. This is over. Get into the room. Elon's like, I actually have one money for one more. One more. And if we fail this one, it really is finished, guys. Like, there's nothing more. Fourth one, flies. They win NASA 20 billion contracts. Here they go. They win NASA. Yeah, they win a NASA contract. Here they go. Yeah. Now they're flying people to the space. Insane. And then the stuff that like happens from there, very cool. Two things. Number one, we know Elon did not own Tesla. Like, didn't start Tesla. There were other people in power, and he basically booted them out. He was like, this is my company now. I'm taking over. Great. Number two, SpaceX. Wonderful. Beautiful. Amazing. Grateful there's a documentary that you can go watch. Uh, he didn't invent anything. Mm. He just paid. Yeah, of course. Great. We look at him, we're like, wonderful. Inventor, engineer, genius. No. No, he's not a genius. He Bank just, account. He just has money and he knows. But he, this is the other thing. I don't know if you've seen Trevor Noah's like little bit that he spoke about Mm-mm. this. <clears throat> he was talking about Tesla and about... Oh, um, the stocks. Yes. Mm. And he was like, how does this make sense, guys? Like, he has money and with... Um, stocks but it's not really his money but he can use it as collateral for this but he doesn't own the money but so he doesn't get taxed on his stocks but he can use his stocks to buy stuff exactly and like he can use his stocks as collateral to take out loans yeah so it's not his money but it's his money so Trevor Noah was just like how does this work guys like billionaires just have a game with money figured out that only they understand because it's like the bank's gonna come to you now and you can't be like no, my money's in the bank. Like, I, yeah. it's not mine. I don't have it, but it's there. <laughs> yeah, know, when like, I use it, then you can tax me. But when I don't use it, it's just there. No, they're going to tax you. So, yeah. Anyway, so he has all this money, which is he doesn't actually have, but he does have it. And then he does things like this. But, like, I mean, I'm and the one, like, it's, it's, it's very difficult. Like, at the one side, we have, we need people like him. And the fact that it's him, like, I'm not saying he's not a fucking supervillain, because he is a little bit. But he's also like he is advancing stuff. He's advancing science, and he's he like he could have all that money and just buy a private island and chill. True. Like he is using it to advance stuff because he's giving real scientists the power to take autonomy and privatize a an industry that was dying. Yeah. And we haven't been to the moon in how long because of government and NASA and whatever. So they could privatize that and make something for themselves. And now they're getting themselves to different places. They they were like, okay, cool. NASA doesn't want to take us to Mars. We're gonna go to Mars. You know, mm-hmm. and. and that's a noble effort. Like, I think we need that. And I also think, like, I don't think it's everybody's journey, you know. Like, not everybody is meant to be an astronaut and care about space. But there are people who are meant to, like, care about it. And those people are passionate about, like, 
advancing our horizons and like going to other places and they should care about that and it's important and we should give them the platform to care about that but unfortunately it costs 37 million rand to fly one time so if elon musk is like cool i have it to give you now like they did what nasa couldn't do in like how much money nasa's receiving yeah like like billions of dollars where i don't know if you know like a couple of years ago they had to release like a paper with just the names of their classified like st- like studies like their classified stuff mm-hmm. because basically the public was saying we have the right to know what our taxes are going towards we just know that it's go- we're sending billions of re- like dollars to these people and we don't know and what we it's don't being know used what for. they're actually so doing. they didn't give like any descriptions of any like program but they just gave names of like the pro- and there's like hundreds of secret programs that are like happening but in all of this time it still costs the same amount of money to go to space. Mm. Elon's not at SpaceX, and in less than 20 years, they've literally reduced the cost by, like, millions and millions. So there's definitely advancement happening. And obviously in, like, Tesla, there's advancements happening. I think the Neuralink, you know, you can be for the Neuralink against the Neuralink, think that it's creepy, think that it's weird. It's Neuralink? (laughs) (laughs) Who's Jack Harlow? What's the Neuralink? Do you you really not know? No, I don't know. Okay. Elon Musk uh, and his scientists have created a chip that will be externally implanted into your brain Mm. that will actually make you a superhuman. Like, it will make um, telepathy possible. It will make it possible to speak to you without any uh, words. Mm. Um, It will... It can externally make your muscles stronger if you have vision problems it can right. fix those neurons in your brain and help you see it can literally alter your brain because it's connected to your brain hectic. and hectic extremely hectic but also extremely cool cool like <laughs> i i've spoken about this before um there's a professor of mit nancy i think it's kerrigan or something uh she put her whole neuroscience course available on YouTube that she teaches at MIT. Incredible, like very cool, very difficult to understand, but very cool. Um, she tries to break it down as good as possible, but it's still difficult either way. It's neuroscience. Yeah. But I watched, I'm almost done with all of it. Uh, it's very, very, very interesting. Um, extremely complex. You like discover that neuroscience actually is fucking crazy. Like some, there's actually crazy stuff happening in neuroscience like every day. And that's the reason we haven't figured out the brain. But having a billionaire who has a private, because co- mm-hmm. now if you're working with MIT and a hospital and it's you're the patient, now there's all these other things that come into play. There's consent, there's the hospital, there's yeah. what the hospital wants out of it, there's what the university wants out of it. Then there's the little bit of science that goes along with it. So it's very... It's politics. It's politics. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult to advance the science just based on that. But if it's a private company that's just paying you so I can scan your brain... They can do whatever they, they want. They can do whatever they want. That's which crazy. is making the advancements of science like so much easier. Mm-hmm. And so I think like yes you can say like okay the Neuralink is unethical because some humans are going to have access to it because they have a hundred million to spend and put a neurochip in their brain and not care about it but the average everyday person isn't going to walk around with a Neuralink in their brain and it's going to give them an extreme disadvantage but you can't argue with the fact that it is advancing fields of science that otherwise would take us hundreds of years yeah wouldn't have happened that's crazy dude so, 
He's a super villain and not and he's creating robots. <laughs> and he's only Twitter. In space and in walking on the land. It's insane. <clears throat> he's doing a lot and I it's just so weird. Like how does he come up with these ideas? I don't think he does. That's the whole thing. That's what I'm saying. Like I think we give him a lot of credit for stuff. Listen, I don't think he's an idiot. No, Please understand. Not. Like he is obviously smart and intelligent. And he He just loves technology. The his, one thing you thing have to technology. the one thing you have to give him credit for that they also give him credit for in this documentary and that it becomes very clear that it's actually the truth and like I can commend him for that because I think a lot of people are very money driven and wouldn't do that. He understands that failure is part of the process inherently, and so if his people fail, it's not a, an opportunity to reprimand them, but it's an opportunity to to say, okay, whatever we learned from this, we'll let's go forward, fix it in a different way. Yeah, and yeah. I think a lot of stuff is so you know it's capitalist it's so money driven that like if you made a mistake if you fail one time it's like oh now we have to like really think about is yeah. this the position you need to be in because am i gonna fire you we've you know? spent billions of dollars like who cares you know and he's he's that's what i'm saying like he's in that position to say yeah i can spend the billions of dollars and we've made 10 mistakes 10 times and we're gonna make 10 more and maybe we learn something and maybe we don't and let's do it anyway crazy 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 we learn something new every day <laughs> <laughs> that is my contribution to this conversation. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know how to tell you, dude. Like my what I've been consuming lately is not things that are important in the world <laughs> at all. Thank you for your contribution. Thank you. <laughs> Good morning. Editing me here. Don't mind this lighting. It may or may not be seven in the morning. Anyways, guys, Mercury is just retrograding. Um, our video, everything just cut after this point. I don't know how and I don't know why, but we have lost the footage. Don't worry, you didn't miss much. Jess just told me I need a Neuralink. link. Um, so she can send <laughs> me all the information she wants me to talk about. And then, what else? She said I need to be euthanized. <laughs> okay. Um, love you guys. Namaste.